0: Okay, bade we get started? I think we're bade but- Welcome to the Movieville.org podcast, episode number sixty-three. I'm Karan. and I'm Kushal. Welcome. And today we're talking about we're doing a yearly roundup. Yeah, we're doing yearly roundup. Okay, it's nice to see you again. It's nice to see you too. I feel like it's been a long time since I saw you. That's because I've not been here. You haven't been in the country. You mean no?
1: What have you, What have you been doing? I had a uh, employment employment contract. Okay. Uh, which involved me moving to Brussels. Um, it was a good option. It came at a timely, timely time, timely, timely time, however you time say that. Crisis. A timely time. And uh, because, you know, I look at where we are in the UK, yeah, as we always talk about. Yep. What is that scraping noise?
0: It's the people living in your house. Ah, uh, in the walls. Yeah. Walking in and out. <laughs>
1: So, so I look looked, at to the the, looked at where we are and I thought, um, I think this is a really good opportunity. I looked for a few opportunities in Europe. Yes. And this is the one I settled on. I'm very happy for you. I'm very proud of you. But at the same time,
0: I hate you very much for leaving me at the time that you did. Um, I wasn't ready and I wasn't prepared. So and ironic that I've left because I voted remain.
1: It's very ironic. Isn't it ironic? Yeah. Don't I, you think? I think it's... Even better that I'm living 10 minutes from the European Parliament. How's that? I've spent, my office has been in, um, my office has moved to okay. another area of Brussels. And for the last two and a half weeks, I've been working in the middle not in the middle of, on the edge of, um, Molenbeek, which is where the, where the Paris bombers are from. Oh, okay. and it's actually the place where Donald Trump said France shouldn't be bombing somewhere else. They should be bombing Molenbeek in Brussels because that's where everything's coming. But it, it, I didn't have that experience. It was a wonderful place. Wonderful people, okay. uh, great food, awesome Syrian restaurants. So maybe it's because it's full of wonderful experiences that Donald Trump doesn't want it to exist. Maybe, maybe. Well, just in case France decides to bomb, I've moved away from that area. Okay. Uh, Although I think I'm safe. So how are you finding the experience? What are you? What's different compared to here? Yeah, everything's what, different. People sense. talk to you. People say hello. Yeah. Uh, it's more social. Like even the workplace is different. The people. It's very international. People are from all over the place. Um. So many different ways. In in so many ways, it's been a very eye opening experience, and I I can't I lost count of the number of people that have come up to me and said, "So uh, Brexit, what, what 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 did you do? <laughs> What's going on with that? Why why Brexit?" And it's like, yeah, well, my little town voted Remain. Leicester well, voted Remain. London voted Remain. Scotland voted Remain. Um, wasn't enough. No so hey but it's fine it doesn't apply to us anymore you know cool um let's shall we promise everyone that that's the last Brexit reference I don't know if we can make that promise we'll try I can you can I can make that promise okay because in six months it won't make a
0: difference it will for me in six months it will make a difference for you
1: I'll be in Belgium so yes let's talk movies. let's talk movie let's talk what have, movie you been, what have you been doing um, I feel
0: like we've hey, there was a period of time where we didn't watch anything at least I didn't watch anything in the cinema um, I'd
1: cancelled my limitless card so I in but thanks for making the prices of five pounds Oh, no, no, yeah, I mean, I cancelled mine, but that's because I don't like that s- the sword of Damocles hanging over me while I'm watching a film, which yes. is the state of the Odeon car park in Leicester, that if you're over four hours, they slap hundreds of pounds of fine on you in the car park, which is uh, stupid, because I want to I mean, have a drink and then watch a film and then have another drink and maybe go Nando's. So, you know, their loss. So, yeah, there
0: was, was a long period of time where I didn't go to the cinema, um and then and then i came back and you came back and then started going to the cinema again (laughs) um but it was good i mean we instead of watching films this one, i ended up watching a lot of series with with my wife and uh we we watched a lot of things that we probably wanted to watch but never got around to and it was good i think it was almost a a good time because there was a period of time where we started seeing a lot of trailers and we started to discover more films and shows and um, the timing was very apt I think and then you came back and we started watching more things and... <laughs> I feel
1: terrible now I feel like you can't go cinema unless have, have we conditioned ourselves because so, I didn't really go cinema over there for yeah, it was, a different reason because it was just horrendously expensive I don't know I think we we had the opportunities to go
0: plenty of opportunities to go Oh, um, so finally, when you went, uh, what did you watch? Let's see. We watched a bunch of things. So we, um, as in just in the last however many months. Yeah, you went to watch Spider-Verse. Went to watch Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Went to watch Aquaman.
1: Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so we'll come back to that.
0: Um, we went to watch, what's oh, something else? I feel like. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> we watched Extinction on Netflix. we had been meaning to watch that. The one with Michael Pena, yeah, that's good. good um, and then we watched a bunch of series. Um, finished off *Man in the High Castle*. Um, we started watching a show called *Haunting of Hill House*, which we discussed last time. Um, finished that off. *Good Girls* we finished off. Um, and the show recently came out called *You*. So we started watching all these. But we'll t- we'll talk about all of these.
1: So have you seen the new *Captain Marvel* trailer? Have I seen the new Captain Marvel Taylor? Yeah. yeah. If you sent it to me, then I may have seen it. Yeah, well, see, I don't know anymore because I send you stuff and you'll never
0: respond. And then I still won't know if you've responded because or you've even seen it. I've been busy. And then really busy. Just now, I asked you if you'd seen the thing that I'd sent you about a month ago. Yeah. And you said, oh, yeah, I did see it. And I'm like, well, if I'd known this earlier, then maybe
1: I could have yeah sometimes i'm in like the storm of work just being surrounded by work and in between i'll take a quick break i'll go on my phone i'll watch something and it'll be like Oh, i've seen it okay and then I completely forget about it because i'm getting old and then you you'll, you'll ask me have you seen this no <laughs> and then you show me and i'm like oh yeah i saw that i saw that when i went for a quick work poo <laughs> yes, yes you do it's time to poo at work i can um, do something for 15 minutes So you saw that with Captain Mortariel. So we finally got a glimpse of uh, your
0: favourite cat. Um, Gary. Gary? Yeah. What? Gary the cat.
1: They're calling him Gary? Yeah. Are they really? That's what she called him. Is there a licensing problem? I have no idea. Probably. That is just crap.
0: Maybe, Maybe it will kind of make sense afterwards, but maybe she just said Gary or Harry? Gary?
1: I don't know. It sounded like she said Gary. Fine. Well, you know... Okay, fine. They can do what they want, can't they? That's not what they're allowed to do. They can just make it shit. Okay, we went, like... We've got award season coming up soon. Yeah, you. we went to
0: one on that somewhat. um. Okay, so we got awards, yes. Yeah. The Golden Globe nominations came through. Uh, Golden Globes... Was there anything surprising? Um, Black Panther, best motion picture. Are these are nominations, yeah? Yeah, nominations, yeah. Okay. Black Panther got a best motion picture for drama nomination. That's good. It's very surprising. That, very surprising. Why, why is it surprising? I mean, the only is this. I think I. I believe if I'm not mistaken, it's the first Marvel Studios film, has been nominated for a Golden Globe. But it's good. I mean, I'm. You know, it's not a bad thing. It's it's a definitely good thing. I mean, it's you
1: know that along with Black Klansman. It... Black Klansman. Yeah, I agree with. That sounds good. That sounds like a they've actually thought about it. Bohemian Rhapsody.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's just one of the things that he's uh, got to happen. I mean, Rami Malek got a nomination for Best Actor in Motion Picture for the same film. You're going to love this one, though. Yeah. Best Motion Picture, Musical or Comedy, Crazy Rich Asians. Sorry, what? <laughs> Best Motion Picture, Musical or Comedy. Where, where does it say that? Crazy Rich Asians. It is the fourth, one, fourth, fourth category down no yeah have you seen this film i have not seen this film i i, I wanted to see this I remember wanted to watch it with you yeah and then we didn't get around to it i'm so
1: glad we didn't go and watch it together okay uh wow well, well first of all i mean apart from the fact that it's badly titled it should be called crazy rich east asians because east asians. i think that's what they mean by okay. asians because yep. there wasn't any indians or pakistanis or And you know, there's a very specific subsection of Asia that was in it. Yeah. Um, But that's the least of the problems. I mean, this film was a complete pile of shite. Yes. I don't know what the big deal is. I don't know what people are talking about. Why this is a thing? Why is has it had so much marketing? Why is it in awards shows? This film is absolute load of pap. If they want to see an uh, a sort of a romantic comedy type movie um with you know one with one person who's from like a moderate family and another person that's from this extravagantly rich family and the rich family it just rejects the poor person from the background. Just watch like pick any fucking Bollywood movie and you'll get that as the foundation of your 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 story. Like, I mean what the fuck why? Why? Is that literally what the film was? Yeah. It's it's like the worst Bollywood movie ever. Um, except people speak English mostly. It, I don't know what the big deal is. It was really, really shockingly shit. Um, on a positive note though, there's a couple of things that can be behind. Yeah. Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse
0: got a best motion picture nomination. Hell yes. Um, for animated, obviously. Um, Incredibles,
1: Incredibles
0: 2. No. Yeah. Um, Adam Driver.
1: Oh yeah, for best actor in a supporting role. Okay. Um, I've not seen Green Book. It's starting to look interesting with all these awards and things. Yeah. And what? Timothy in- Chalamet for uh, Beautiful Boy. This is the film
0: we wanted to watch, but I don't think it ever came out here. Well, it's coming out early next year, I think.
1: Um, Spike Lee got a nomination. That guy, uh, not Spike Lee. Spike Lee also deserves awards. Timothy Chalamet awards. He deserves every award. He's he can get his, uh he's something else. Jason Bateman for Ozark, could a best performance by an actor in television series. Have you seen, how, how much of Ozark have you seen? Finished it. What? But yep. it's only one season, isn't it? As in two seasons. Uh, two seasons. Uh, I think I've seen most of the first season. Okay. Jason Bateman for me in this is he probably is. One of the
0: best performances I've seen for him.
1: Yes. I mean, he's never made anything like this before. No. He? I can't think of anything where he plays this kind of role. Mm. Um, it's, I, I can't, I can't put into words how wonderful it is to watch him every yep. episode. Yep.
0: Uh, it's, it's um,
1: I, I would have see so yeah,
0: this is one I question putting in my top five, but technically I'm not including shows
1: that started the year before. Yeah. And also I think his performance is a lot better than the rest of the oh, story. Yes. Yeah. And also,
0: th- when you get a second season,
1: yeah, the, before his performance just
0: goes to the next level, he, you see him as a comedian, right? And then you start seeing another side of him altogether. You start seeing the way he portrays this kind of broken father in a, just an awful position. Who's trying to get his family out of this shithole. Um, and it's just, yeah, he's, he's, uh, you almost forget completely that he's a comedian. um, it's just another side to him. And I don't think we've seen this kind of thing before it's, it, it's weird. You kind of, you, you compare it to like Arrested Development. Okay. It's the complete polar opposite of that lighthearted, funny guy yeah. from Arrested Development. It sees darker. It's, um it's so much heavier than, than anything else we've seen it in. And it's brilliant. But yeah, didn't include that in my top five for that specific reason, because it was, wasn't, it wasn't really a thing.
1: I tried to watch first, man. Firstman? Firstman. Okay. Yeah. Um, within the five minutes, yeah. my other half was like, I don't want to watch this. Oh, wow. It's very noisy. Who that remind you of? You. Me? <laughs> no. No? I thought it reminded me of the Academy. Oh. Was it noisy though? It is noisy. But the Academy don't watch a lot of black films because they said they're noisy. But what kind of noise was it? airplane noise oh so it was actual noise not it like... was actual noise yeah okay not, not just people talking in a funny accent
0: it's funny you say that because Hina said that Hina said that about Aquaman oh god
1: yeah let's get onto that in a bit
0: alright uh, but you yeah, know um, good good set of awards there I think we're going to have a good um, if the right people win okay Oh, we're going to have another list of films to watch I think
1: have you seen uh, what are we? Uh, so you watched the end, end game trailer just just a minute ago. Yeah, I've probably seen it like uh, a few times now. Just to
0: kind of get my head around it, it's um, I'm very happy and content with where we are with the Marvel universe. Okay. Um, and it sounds like a very strange thing to say, right? But when you've been you've been shot on by DC time and time again, <laughs> and look. You know me, right? I was I'm I am i I'm now to the point where I'm gonna say I was a DC fanboy. Yeah. But I, I I'm finding it difficult to be a fan of DC these days. Yes. You know? And I know we're gonna do, do an episode on kind of why Marvel's shit, but it um yeah, man, it's tough. It was tough to to sit through Aquaman and oh. What does the endgame trailer promise? Um, Questions answered. Um, I think what we're going to get is kind of people leaving their contracts. Um, We're going to get some contractually obligated appearances and then we're going to have them leave and not come back. Um, So if we look at it from a logical perspective, we can say goodbye to Steve Rogers. We can say potentially goodbye to Robert Downey Jr. um, And say hello to kind of um Brie Larson um but um yeah I don't know we haven't really seen much of Captain Marvel at all Captain Marvel at all in Australia yet so uh, it's gonna
1: it, it's gonna be an emotional film what do you think that, what, what, what they're gonna do without Captain America they're gonna bring in the, like the new generation of people like America America Chavez if they can bring in they can bring in Miss Miss Marvel yes. Kamala Khan. Yeah. And uh America Chavez. If we get Kamala Khan, yeah. I will be indebted to Marvel. Why? When Yeah, but it's that woman from Quantico. Oh, is it? What's her name? Priyanka. Oh uh, yeah. No, it's not. Someone I I've read Shut. that online a couple of times and every time I read it it makes me just switch just fold down my laptop and push it away and then just go and hurl in the sink for a bit. I don't know if I can agree with this all or, or even I'm not sure if I can... If you uh, get a contract because you are a pretty face over you have the ability to act. (laughs) It's just the most vomit-inducing thing. I mean, when are we going to move away from that world?
0: Hold on a second. I'm not sure if I can...
1: And I feel terrible doing that because it feels like brown-on-brown violence.
0: In May May, 2020, Marvel Studios, Kevin Feige said there were plans to introduce Kamala Khan in the MCU after 2019 film... Captain Marvel. Yeah. Okay.
1: So America Chavez is like basically the new should be the new Captain America. Okay. She's um gay latino female Captain America. She's pretty amazing. Ooh, Miss America. Now that would be a, a nice follow-up to uh into the Spider-Verse. See, that would be... Yeah. Yes.
0: She's Marvel's first Latin American LGBTQ character star in an ongoing series. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I think... Um, it's tough because the state of the country that it's in right now, America, right? You've got these two characters who basically personify everything that the president is against, right? We have a um a muslim character and we have an lgbtq character these two things are the things that the country needs at a time when black panther came out it was at a time where we needed something like that when black clansmen came out we needed something like that it is the best time to bring out stuff like this even if it's in animated form um it's gonna be
1: yeah. What would you say to someone that said, no, I don't agree with you. Why should we have uh, all these people from different ethnicities forced upon us? We're losing our Eurocentric culture. See the last century of film and TV. And why should that change? See the world. (laughs) I mean,
0: it's funny. The more and more I watch TV and, and films and things, the more I start to realize we are. Forced to endure these, and it's for many. It's it's tough because if for many situations, it's we are uh, uh, forced to endure, and they're not all. You know, they're not all bad, but we have these predominantly white male middle class (coughs) writers, performers. Yeah, you know, we have all these people who we are meant to believe are the epitome of perfection and the very definition of what we should be living up to when in reality it it's it it, i don't know I, i can't i would forever argue this all day with this person this fictional person that clearly doesn't exist they
1: they do exist yes yes in fact they are the you know there's quite a few people like that. Yes. Have you argued with anyone about, uh, the choice of Marvel's choice of Miles Morales as the, the new Spider-Man? The new Spider-Man is Miles Morales. I haven't yet. No way. I, you haven't. Okay. No, no? cool. That was going to be interesting to listen to those conversations. Why? Uh, cause a lot of people didn't agree when Marvel made a black Captain America. Mm. They didn't agree when they made a brown Spider-Man. Mm. There are a lot of people that are uh, feel that, we're losing our Eurocentric culture um, and having multiculturalism enforced upon us. I feel like I need to surround my people with the people that you surround yourself
0: with. <laughs> <laughs> I currently surround myself with people who I feel aren't very ignorant.
1: Um, so I guess I'm lucky in that, in that sense. Um, oh yeah, I was having a... I mean, I thought things were going, things aren't going well for me, but then I was having dinner with someone just before Christmas. Mm-hmm. We're sitting, having dinner It was a group of us. And then one guy starts talking about a story that involves, I think a Vietnamese person. Mm-hmm. Um, and his background is he's white European. Mm-hmm. And it, it, he, I think he tried to help the story by doing the accent. This is another episode, isn't it? Yeah yeah and it, it did really push me on my whole thing about how accents aren't racist yeah accents aren't racist but it's all about context context and intent
0: yes yeah so we'll we'll come back to that um so i don't get me wrong i've had plenty of conversations around the topic of race yeah. and oh goodness privilege <laughs> and all this kind of stuff and look a lot of these conversations have happened at work oh, okay and the unfortunate thing is i can't i just i i, I can't bring myself to have these conversations at work because I'm, I need the money.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, that, I mean, you're absolutely right. And, and the woman who, um, founded the me too movement, mm. um, has just done a, a Ted talk mm. where she talks about how she founded that movements for people to give people a voice, mm. especially the people who are, um, not in very high incomes mm. who don't have the ability to quit their job mm. and who are regularly um either verbally or physically uh, 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 abused or mm. preyed upon mm. by men mm. um so so yeah it's, it's not an uncommon situation i mean i'm in the same situation uh, although i'm happy at the moment but when you get to a stage where you're not happy it's not easy to just Quit. I mean, you know, one part of the Me Too uh, movement was for people to have a, what, what's it called? A fuck off fund. <laughs> it's called a fuck off fund, okay. which is you just put enough money away yeah. in a fund so that the day you have to tolerate some shit at work, you say, uh, no, how about fuck off and you leave. <laughs> Because no one should have to tolerate, um, tolerate that, yeah. no, or, or no matter what they're uh, whether they're a female or yes. black person, brown yeah, person. Yeah, yeah. Or or even if it's like a majority ethnic company and they're a white person being bullied, mm. which does happen. Um, no one should have to tolerate that stuff. So. It's funny, I sent you this thing. Um, I probably haven't seen it.
0: No, you did, because you commented oh, on it. Okay. You commented on it, and you were here, so you must have seen it. It was the thing with uh, Jerry Seinfeld. Oh yes. and uh, Chris Rock and Louis C.K. and C.K. and it, it's it was disappointing to see Chris Rock be the be that guy who, who put ma- some context into it. Yeah, okay. He's the
1: blackest white guy I Whoa. fucking know. <laughs> and, I'm, and then all the, the negative things we think about black people, this
0: fucker. You're saying I'm a nigger. Yes, <laughs> you are the niggerest fucking white man <laughs> I have ever. <laughs> oh, oh, amazing. Christ, I,
1: I don't think he, he could do that.
0: Oh. What? Uh, I don't think he
1: has those qualities. There's only two. I mean. No, not. you don't even understand. Really? You don't. You don't really know him. Like I've worked with him. No, like, like you're We're been a, about, uh, no. I wouldn't use it anywhere. No, exactly. These two. These two. We use say that. nigger on stage. <laughs> on stage. <laughs> you guys don't. That's, <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, that's, two teams that's here. yeah. That's the difference between like, yeah. yeah. That's right. <laughs> that's right. We, we can say pair nigger on in stage, you guys But
0: that's definitely a pairing. Who says nigger on stage? We don't. Well, you just did. That's right. Yeah. You and me say nigger in private. No. These two. <laughs> These two guys don't. I don't believe he says it in private. I've given
1: it up just because it's played. I don't believe it's played. Yeah.
0: I don't think you've ever said it probably in your life. No, no, No. Yeah, That's it. That's the huge difference between you and me, I think. Well, you've, what I've said you it. found the humor of it. Yeah. I haven't found it. Right. Did Nor you? do I seek it. So there was a, a clip of a, I can't remember what it was, 2011, I want to say. Yeah. 2011. 2011 uh, clip from a comedy show that, uh, I think it was Chris Rock's comedy show or Louis C.K.'s comedy show, or something like that. It was like a talk show. And all four of these gentlemen are sitting in uh, kind of like a stage area and they're having a conversation around saying the, or well, they're having a conversation and then Chris Rock says, refers to Louis C.K. as the N-word. Um, and Louis C.K. proceeds to, to use this word. And Jerry Seinfeld throughout this whole video looks very uncomfortable. And then Jerry Seinfeld, sorry, Louis C.K., Chris Rock, and Ricky Gervais are all laughing about saying and using this word. And Jerry Seinfeld, again, very uncomfortable,
1: says, I don't think I could ever use this word. I think I could ever do that. He had what I can only describe as the touching cloth face. Okay.
0: I feel like you've used this word to me before.
1: What is it again? It's when it hasn't come all the way out. Oh, <laughs> Also known as turtle. yeah yeah, yeah, okay,
0: yeah. Yes, no, yeah, and he looked very uncomfortable. And all the way through. Immediately after watching this clip, I was like, I'm going to watch some comedians and
1: cars getting coffee. Okay,
0: yeah. Um, it, gave, it gave me, I, I had a lot more respect for Jerry Seinfeld for after doing that, and a lot less respect for Ricky Gervais, Chris Rock, and I mean, Louis C.K.'s respect had gone all the way down since his thing came to light anyway. Um, because you see this other thing by Lucy K. Um, sounds something sounds familiar, but tell me. Uh, it was on Twitter a couple of days ago, actually, and it was about how um, he was basically taking the piss out of uh, gender neutral people. And how oh, this was a few months ago, it happily happened a few months yeah, ago, this but it's quite yeah, recent, but a while back, yeah. yes, yeah, it was, a, it was a clip or something, yes, or something like that. yes, yes. yes, yes. And he was basically saying, essentially what he was saying was, I'm massively I'm paraphrasing, but he was saying in my day, you know, um, there was none of this, I'm they or them or him or her, or whatever. I, it was just you fucking deal with it and, and get on with life or whatever or something. I don't know. I'm just completely, but he was just on top of this racist stuff that he was saying and suddenly in front of fucking masturbating in front of women. It was just, um, I feel like he, he's trying to, revitalize his dying career (laughs) and he's failing. And stuff like this 2011 clip, this stuff that he said about gender neutral people, it, it, I don't know what's, I don't know.
1: Is he Uh, trying to, is he trying to do revenge of the ginger?
0: Yes. Cause you can't, but he just, what, what pissed me off the most about that video clip about this
1: 2011 show was that it was
0: just so, yeah, look, man, I'll
1: be the first advocate for comedy. So right? they were talking about things that you can't discuss or shouldn't discuss or couldn't discuss yeah. in comedy. Yeah, and and, and it, they said there's nothing. Yes, gone. Yeah. It just felt like
0: there was just no respect for this. It, it, for, uh, it, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I don't understand comedy. If that's if I'm offended by that, then maybe I don't understand comedy. Because it feels like in this day and age, when we have what's happening in the world, yes, look, I'm, I'm, I'll be the first to make light of a bad situation, but
1: fuck, I don't know. It's an interesting way to end the year. It's been a very yeah. eye-opening year for stuff like that. Mm. Um, I mean, I've you know run away to the place we're trying to leave, which is... <laughs> People are saying, wow, you really didn't want to leave yep. Europe, did you? No, I'm, no. I'm going, I'm staying. I'm, I'm going to stay there in my flat holding my red passport. <laughs> go on, uh, let's do some TV, TV series and you'll have to edit this however you want to edit it. Okay, so should we, if we go through what you've watched... Well, I've watched. Well, I've been learning French uh, very, very slowly and badly, yep. and so I've been. I watched Netflix in French wherever I can. Mm. Uh, so I've been. Mean, I watched Altered Carbon again because I thought I went through lots of Netflix stuff. and I thought, what, what could I watch again? What would mm. be fun that so I really, really liked? I'd like to watch it again. Yeah. And Altered Carbon sprang to the top, top of the list because I don't know if you've seen it. It's so good. And it's very, very, very th- thought-provoking. Yeah, uh, it explores immortality and how you know humans are shit. Okay. And if we <laughs> if we have technology that makes us immortal, we yep. will just become more shitty.
0: It's still on my list of things to watch. Yeah. Um, the, Garan's Eternal List. My list keeps getting
1: bigger. I've got list. I've got stuff on there now from three years ago. That's cool. Well, uh, I watched it in French, and okay. it was just as good in French, and probably better watching it the second time around. It's, okay. very, it's very good and just for a laugh I've been watching Norsemen Norsemen which is literally the office meets Vikings okay it's interesting Um, it's like all of these Vikings interacting with each other but talking in a very office type of passive aggressive uh, (laughs) formal way that, that makes the whole thing quite hilarious to watch is this in English? it is yeah it's in English with all Scandinavian accents which makes it even funnier that's like part of the comedy and, and suddenly it makes you think about, well, people like laughing at Indian accents because Indian accents can just be funny. Okay. Is What is this on Netflix? It's on Netflix, yeah. Okay. Um, I just finished watching one of, I think, what's turned out to be the best written show I've seen this year. Okay. Um, Killing Eve. I, my note says, please don't kill Eve. Is this it's on, on BBC, on, isn't it? It's on BBC. I've seen it advertised. Okay. I don't know where else they're going to put it. Okay. But, It, in terms of writing, character development, um, tension that's created, conflict that escalates throughout the series, Mm. it is the best written thing I've seen this year. What is it about? It's about uh, this MI5 analyst person, um, played by Sandra Oh. Okay. Who's uh, Christina, Christina Yang from Grey's Anatomy. Okay. Well, anyone that's watched Grey's will be okay. like, oh, 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 Christina. Uh, and she, yeah, she's in this UK thing, probably because Americans don't want to give that kind of lead role to someone from that well, background. It's a, a British-made American drummer, it says. I take all of that back, and I for now feel terrible. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is it. I yeah. just, you just see shit so many times, everything, you just start throwing the shit <laughs> at everything. I feel terrible. Um, what does it say? It's uh, It's it's great
0: stuff. It says um, it says it's a, it's a British made American drama television series.
1: Okay, produced by Sid Gentle Films for BBC America. Ah, okay. So it's half well, half by Phoebe Waller Bridge. It's a half half. Yes, I'll just come into that. It's Phoebe. Uh, it's Phoebe Waller Bridge. Yep. in the most dark and sinister black comedy mode. Okay, because all of her lines, yeah. all the things that she would say, mm. basically, if you when you're watching it, the assassin. Yeah, because it's an MI5 agent chasing an assassin. Yep. Yeah. The assassin, imagine the assassin as, oh, you haven't seen Fleabag? No. Okay, so anyone that's seen Fleabag, <laughs> imagine Fleabag as a dark, psychotic assassin. Okay. But with the same sense of humor. Okay. <laughs> it, it's really dark, uh, but it also has really weird, funny moments. Okay. Excellent writing. You've been watching um, Chinese bear bestiality movie, Panda Snatch? Panda Snatch, I have been watching Panda Snatch, yes. I know you watch weird stuff, but what's that about?
0: Um, I was looking for something else originally. It was Japanese, what I was looking for. Japanese and animated porn. But I couldn't find it, so I thought, okay, Netflix, I'm going to type in Netflix, maybe Netflix or something similar. Did you type in Panda Snatch? No, I typed in Elfin (laughs) Lee and... (laughs) References. Oh shit! Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh no. So, okay. So this is um, Black Band Mirrors. Is um, it's kind of a, a. It's not an in place of season five of Black Mirror. Season five or season six? Season five. Um, it's it's a film kind of that goes in between the next kind of it's in between seasons, I guess. Uh, but it's an hour. The film is billed as an hour and thirty but we had watched slash played this and it took us over an hour, over two hours, sorry. Okay. Um, So the concept... In 1984, Stefan is developing a computer game based on the book Bandersnatch, a novel where you get to make choices and this determines a story. He has an opportunity to take his game to Tuckersoft, a software company, and have them release it. However, the more he works on the game, the more his life emulates the game, with choices being made that are, being made that are out of his control. Stefan appears to be going insane. It's brilliant. It's so clever. It's smart. We haven't seen something like this before. When you're watching slash playing this game, one of the first choices you get is you get to choose this, which cereal he has for breakfast. And each of these choices has a knock-on effect as to how the film is going to play out. Eventually, you'll get to a point where it, you'll, you'll get to a dead end and you'll have to redo a specific part of this film. But there are... I think there's like 10 different endings or something. Um, and so you have to go back and forth. And every time you go back, it does a quick recap. But it, it goes quicker depending on where you stopped. Yeah. So you get to see all the choices that you made. Yeah. But it's brilliant because it's been... I, I, I can't imagine how long it must have taken to edit this or shoot it. Um, but it's brilliant. It's it's It, it gets really trippy at one point for example stefan the main character in the film is sitting in front of his uh computer commodore thing whatever it's called spectrum uh, it pulls it i'm not sure if it's spectrum might be Commodore. i'm not sure oh, the picture you showed me was like a ZX-80. that was a, that was a yeah that was a spectrum yeah but i think he's done it he's doing it on something else anyway so he's sitting in front of his thing and um he's going crazy he thinks he's going crazy because he goes to he's got a therapist and every time he goes to his therapist therapist he says i'm doing these really weird things but i don't have any control over it um and then he's sitting at his computer and he's coding this game and he's like who's making me do this and then on the computer we've got the option of saying netflix <laughs> <laughs> or uh some conspiracy thing that's in the in the in the film if you choose the netflix option yeah he said what's netflix And then so we get to choose the answer. One of the answers is like, uh, we're a streaming service from the uh, early 21st century or something like that. Um, And he goes to his therapist and he says, something called Netflix is trying to control me. It's brilliant, but uh, it's cool. Because again, all these choices kind of, Equate to something, and it either equates to someone's death, his death, or whatever. But you have a bunch of different options to go through, and there are, I don't know what the aim of the game is. The aim of the game is probably to get the game out because he's trying to get his game published uh, by this right. company.
1: That sounds good. I'm gonna watch that. Uh, yeah, I'll watch it. In watch it. You'll need a lot of time to watch it,
0: but um, Hina got bored because we kept going back and forth in the show and. <laughs>
1: She was like, okay, I'm bored now, we're to watch my own. So that when you read the actual book versions and you have to keep, and you keep going to the same chapter. Yes. It turns to page 42. I've been to page 42. Yes.
0: But what, one last thing on this, what you, I think you'll really appreciate this. So, uh, in one of the endings, the, um, the sound of a computer data tape recording is heard and it loads the sound. Uh, if you take that sound, now if you take whatever it is and you load it into a ZX Spectrum, it'll provide the viewer with a QR code with the white bear, you know the white bear logo thing? Right. From the old Black Mirrors. Yeah. Um, that leads to the fictional Microsoft websites where a playable copy of the ZX Spectrum game Nosedive can be downloaded. But some people have actually loaded this Nosedive game onto Spectrums because
1: it's, there's some code or something in it. That is lonely. Yes. That it, is lonely. It is very. It gets very deep like that. I respect blood, the lonely people. But that is very lonely. Yes. Wow. Okay. Cool. Should we do a roundup of what's been good this year? Yeah. Go on then. Do you want to start? What do you, what do you got? So what i got five. Got? Your I top picked, five. I picked top five. You haven't got any special mentions. I couldn't get to, I couldn't do five. So I had to get do special mentions. But I've got 5 I've got top five. You go. Okay. So i got Haunting of Hill. Okay. This is no specific, particular order. So I've got Haunting of Hill House. Haunting. Good girls. Good girls,
0: yeah. Make it four Titans. Make it four, four, yeah, four, four. As in, just four. I've got four top four.
1: Okay, Titans. Titans. And you, me, you. I'm your favorite. You're my favorite. I'm your favorite of series. All time. No, you're talking about the Netflix series. Yeah, you, Netflix series you. called Netflix series <sighs> called You. I wish I hadn't seen that because I would have believed it was me. <laughs> okay. Just, um, just let me have that for a
0: moment you is the most recent one of that okay um it basically follows a sociopath who is a stalker and is in love with this girl he uh, saw in a bookshop that he works at um and then he proceeds to basically this is the social media one
1: yes okay he just stalks her on social media Yes, 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 he does, yeah. See, I've not seen it, but mm. I like the sound of that because even though he seems to be a sociopath, mm. I think everyone does that these days. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't because I've been married, for, I, I've been married since before the age of online dating, yes. which is a long time. Yeah. And I don't understand how any of that stuff works, but I fully understand that when I talk to people, what yep. they tell me is that, yeah, the whole situation's is fucked. Yep. As soon as you meet someone, you go online and you just, you just yes. like involuntarily stalking them. Yep. So that's, that's, that sounds good.
0: But watch that. If you get a chance to watch it, it's, um, it's an easy watch, but it's very, it's a cautionary tale. Okay. For a lot of the young people these days. Um, I think people my age have kind of, most people my age are switched on, to the fact that it's just not smart to publicize where you are and what you're doing every second of every day. Yeah. Um, you know, I personally use Instagram for artistic purposes, you know, I put shit I make on there and whatever. I'm not going to post what I'm reading or post what the fuck I'm doing tomorrow morning. You know, um, Titans and you, I think, and Haunting of Hill House are,
1: the three favourite ones that I've got for those. Titans has been killing it. It's on my list as well. Yeah. Are you up to date? No. Okay. You've not seen the latest one? Number no, 11? I was the latest one. It just it just keeps staying good. It's really good. Um I can't though not want to give anything away. So we won't have to. UK release on January the eleventh. Netflix, correct? Netflix. Yep. Okay. We've had special Movieville VPN preview. Yep. (laughs) Movieville special VPN VPN preview. You can watch all film and series, anyone any you like, as you like. Um (laughs) And then episode six of Haunting of Hill House.
0: Right. Which you must watch. I think if you don't watch the whole series. So you skipped one. Is there a reason you skipped it? Yeah, because when we were talking about that... Uh, so I, The Good Place was the other choice that I had, but it's not an exclusive. It wasn't exclusive for this
1: year, was it? It doesn't matter. But, okay, it doesn't matter. Yeah, this year. Yeah. All right, let, I hope mine are from this year. Um, I've <laughs> I, I also put The Good Place. Okay. I really I really thought that season two or three, whatever mm-hmm. we're on now, was um, exceptionally good. Yes, um, 100%. if nothing else... Um, the what's the name of the woman that plays janet you mentioned this before i watched it and i watched it and i agree with you she deserves some kind of oh, yeah, best that supporting role about. something or other yes where she plays all the characters Oh, and she must have watched that again and again and again and they must have filmed it again and again and she's got the mannerisms and the speech everything um she's got everything down yeah uh i think that was the last episode it was, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Of season three. Of season three. So that was that was good. For yeah. me, Better Call Saul, Um, probably the most engaging thing I've watched this year. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, yeah. It just again just kept getting better and better. And it didn't go into that creepy area where it just becomes uncomfortable to watch. Yeah. Which I think Breaking Bad did for mm-hmm. a short time. Mm-hmm. This is just like oh no. He, what's happening his character is getting into
0: I feel like am I too far from the mic does I feel like I'm too far from the mic? yeah okay you can get closer there his character is is getting deeper and deeper into things that he can't rectify anymore and it makes me wonder because he still hasn't got Breaking Bad far yet yeah but that's what I'm really looking forward to see I want to see how far he has to get for him to
1: be that but, wh- but where it ended, he is Saul. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, Killing Eve. Yep. Um, best written thing. Yep. Yeah. It might not have the best sound or cinematography or any of those okay. exciting things. It's yep. not science fiction. It's just mm-hmm. a plain straight down the middle drama. Do so you think this is the amazing thing? Amazing writing. This is the other thing, right? I think nowadays,
0: we there almost has to be a part of, part of us where we do look past things like CGI and performances because it it, it, we're talking about kind of how the people who write the shows and direct the shows are the hidden talent. So if that's the way we're going to watch these things, then surely we need to have a, there needs to be some kind of compromise when it comes to the front end of the show. Does that
1: make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I don't really take um, any of that visual stuff. Uh, I give it like zero Hmm. Uh, Credit Unless it really is. Okay. Unless I'm watching Into the Spider-Verse, because that was exceptional. Yes. Exceptional animation. And it's acceptable, exceptional. We'll come to that in the next list. Um, But yeah, I know what you mean. Um, But saying that, I mean, Titans is amazing writing Mm -hmm. and very, very subtle. Yes. Mostly subtle on the superhero, superpowers side of things. Uh, that's my next one on my list. So, uh, literally, Good Place, Better Call Saul, Killing Even Titans. Mm-hmm. has been a very And I've got some special mentions. Okay. Altered Carbon is so good. Okay. Uh, I've watched it. I think I've watched it twice this year. Yeah. And I, I'd happily watch it again. Yeah. Um, I can't wait for you to watch it. Okay. I want to see what you think about lots of things. Okay. Um, I think Daredevil Season 3 hmm. pulled it out the bag. I'm mixing metaphors now, I think.
0: Okay.
1: They hit it out of the park. They hit, they hit for- it out of the park and put it into a bag. And see, it's disappointing because we're not going to see it on Netflix again. Season three.
0: Yeah. No, season four.
1: Yeah. Yeah, slightly. Uh, but I'm happy with where they ended it. I mean, I yeah, think yeah. They, they really, it was exceptional. It was, um, they took something that was, they addressed everything. They addressed that fucking shitty suit and how much of a dork he looked in it. Yeah. They addressed. Yeah. Um, Where that was going, it was just going in a weird direction. He was just becoming a lonely, nerdy, weird, illogical superhero that's Mm. just not understanding everything with some kind of weird god complex, devil complex. And they reversed all those... It's like they surveyed everyone and said, what's shit about Daredevil? And fixed (laughs) all of it. Yes. Um, Which, for a third season, that was very impressive. Yep. Um, Especially when you look at third seasons of some other programs which yeah. are crap yep. and then something that definitely needs uh, mentioning is informant BBC again uh, it's BBC iPlayer okay. it's a series from this year yep. uh, about a guy from uh, a Pakistani guy from a council of state in oh, London yes. yep. um, who becomes trumpets. an informant for the police mm-hmm. I lick your bomb bomb down okay yep. um <laughs> If you're old enough to remember that reference, yeah. I'm happy for you. So if was- you're not, you're probably sitting there thinking, what What did he, what did he just say? <laughs> did he, what? Um, I lick your bum bum No, down. no, yeah. Uh, he didn't say your. Okay. But anyway. <laughs> uh, informant. Yeah. I'm trying to not talk about what's in informant and give it away, which okay. is why I'm being silly. Okay, okay. Uh, because it's very, very, really, very good um very relevant for where we are in the UK at this time because it's it's a little it's a mini series mm. about fighting terror in the UK mm. uh, and how the police are really crossing the line um in certain areas mm. in terms of gathering information which is all they should be doing cause mm. it's it's, it's have you you've heard
0: of it? Have you seen I've heard of it. I, so we, we were watching Luther yesterday, or we'll look on iPlayer, and we saw. I've saw. I've seen it advertised on buses and things as well. So I think okay. um, it, it's the one I want to watch. There's so much on BBC iPlayer I want to watch, but then it's that whole leaving Netflix, and it's
1: like oh, well you have to press exit and I press exit, a different app.
0: Leave Netflix, and then Amazon's in the way. And then I go to Amazon, then I watch something on Amazon, and it's like BBC iPlayer is like the third in the
1: list, and it's like yeah, so it's as BBC. For jokes, I've been watching uh, Lucifer. Okay, it's not on any list because it's it's pretty crappy. Okay, it's a Brookheimer production, so it's uh, of course it is. Yeah, it's one of those. Let's, let's trigger movies. Let's do that. What's your top five movies? Top What's your, five, or do you want five me movies. for yeah, you, you know to start? you start this time. Go on. I will start. I say the Hate You Give. I've already talked about this. Yes, uh, it's the most underrated movie of the year. Mm-hmm. Oh, my word. I don't know if it's because my parents live over there and I've been over there so much mm. and I feel sort of connected to American culture and American politics and the crazy things that are happening, but yep. I just feel that that is a perfect film yep. for this time, especially because it's like a, a second-generation view. and I say yes. third-generation view, if you think mm. of the first generation of um, civil rights activists, yep. then being followed by the people that grew up in the 80s and 90s yep. during the Rodney King years, trying to make a difference, trying to make a making promises, you know expecting society to change um, tattooing themselves with with their promises, mm. setting up the foundations. I mean, you know it, it is a beautiful film that is perfect for the younger generation. Yeah so, for, so so and all of that shit from the 90s, it seems like it's gone nowhere. Mm. Things are worse than they were. yep. and so for that third generation that's now growing up, this is the film that says, how did we get here? Yep. And what, what are we going to do next? Yep. And there's a scene,
0: one of my favorite scenes in the film was when, um, the father of star is talking to her about the state of the country as it is today. Yeah. And what black people are led to do because of the situation that they're in. Um, that and the scene where he lines his kids up on the front lawn and he tells them about how they should be as people and black people. Um, it's, it's, it's brilliant. And I think all kids of all races need to watch that. Yes. Um, it's brilliant and it will teach us so much.
1: Yeah. Same reason, black Klansman, um, black Klansman, I think not just because of the content of the story, but because he took such a serious film and made it funny. Mm. And he made it funny with respect without turning it into a farce. And this is how you do it as a comedy? Yeah. And, and then he was able to like juxtaposition that almost good feeling film mm. with the reality of where things are. Mm. Um, and I, I know this sounds like a Black Power list, <laughs> but Black Panther's next on my list because yes. I never thought a film like that would happen until I was very old and the world had changed. Yeah. Um, So, you know, Marvel again, hit it out of the park. Mm. Uh, I don't know how (laughs) all this has happened in one year. Yeah. And for the same, almost for the same reason, widows. Yes. Um, From, you know, it it being nothing to do with uh, race or, Mm. um, Um, skin colour. It's Mm. more to do with gender. Mm -hmm. Widows was more than remarkable film. Yep. It was amazing performances all round. Have we gone over five yet? Into the Spider-Verse? That's your first. One, two, three, four, five. Into the Spider-Verse. It's an animated film. Yep. Uh, Ignore those other two notes on there. But Into the Spider-Verse, I think, we haven't talked about it much yet. No. I think this is a film that takes... Something that came from, I mean, I, I grew up, as you know, a long time ago and <laughs> Spider-Man was a series on TV Yeah, in the eighties mm. and it was really shit mm. and it would ba- they'd basically put, they'd paint a building yep. and they'd put it on the floor mm. and then a guy would crawl on it and they'd turn the camera sideways. And it looked like he's crawling up a building. This was literally how they filmed the, the original Spider Man TV okay. series. Um we had these crappily animated nineteen seventies, nineteen eighties animations where they just had Spider-Man could do nothing but point, which is I love the fact that they're taking a piss out. Of yeah. And sometimes he'd point with two fingers out because yeah. he's doing a he's doing a web. Yeah. Um and that slowly evolved into Spider-Man and his amazing friends with yeah. Iceman and Firestar and all those things that no one seems to talk about now. Iceman, yeah. Who's that? Iceman, yeah. um, Who weirdly moved to Incredibles. Frozen. Um, Frozen. Uh, uh, <laughs> so and then and that evolution has been very very interesting because it's Mm. always been with us Mm. and for this generation where we are and how the world is for Spider-Man to have evolved into what Miles Morales is Mm. and how they're presented into the Spider-Verse yes it made me so happy I can't put it into words I was like I want to see this again and again and again this is a wonderful film
0: it is a brilliant film that embraces the shit that it has gone through the franchises and (laughs) the character yeah and it's it makes it a part of this universe, um, which is why, which is what made it great. It didn't ignore everything that came before it. Yes. It didn't shit on it. It didn't do an X-Men Days of Future Past where it completely rewrote, you know, Last Stand. It it was brilliant. It, 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 it encompassed everything that we love about the Spider-Man character, but made it so much more better and included Spider-Man 2099, which was like, you wouldn't... I'd, I didn't even think that we'd get to see Spider-Man 2099 in some kind of media. You've
1: just reminded me of uh, opportunity for a crossover.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: America Chavez is trained by storm. Okay. Interesting. Anyway, side note. Okay. But yes, sorry. Did I interrupt you too soon? No, 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 no. That was
0: it. Yeah. That, but um, yeah, I think that that was, if I had to rank my films of the year, yeah, it would go...
1: Okay, so my five. I shall I finish? Yeah, gone. on, sorry. sorry. Yeah. Uh, so I've got a couple of special mentions. Go on. Um, the first is Ballad of Bustus. The Ballad of Bustus Greggs. Okay. Which is on Netflix. Yep. And it's a long two and a half hour, nearly mm. three hour sort of uh, movie Cut up into pieces. Okay. Told almost like a pop fiction type thing where these things are all spliced oh, across. Okay. Um, they're they're individual stories basically, but they have a vague link between across each other. About, okay. Story writing uh, geniuses, the brothers Cohen. Yes. It didn't make it into my top five, even though it's so good, uh, because the Cohen brothers are currently being haunted by loads of people online that are saying, "Hmm, Cohen brothers films, interesting demographic." They, they have, but they're always, they're very male centric and Hmm. other other things amongst other things. Um, And I don't want to get involved in all of that. So I didn't want to say, yeah, it's one of the best things this year, but I will say that if you want to watch the latest thing by the Coen brothers and you want to understand how something should be written, how dialogue should be written, how characters should be formed, how scenes should be directed, how to pace a script. If you want a film writing lesson for three hours, watch Ballad of Buster Scruggs okay. or, or indeed anything else by the Cohen brothers they are amazing writers and directors okay um regardless of the other problems people have with the content right okay. now okay. that's a political thing that's okay. that's happening uh and the other one I guess would be um uh, 22nd July mm-hmm. which yeah have you seen this yet it's on the list <laughs> it's on the list um Paul Greengrass, yes, directed this. Yeah. Um, when you first start watching it, the the you know what it's about, yeah, uh, Anders Breivik's S- assassination, S- right, yeah. uh, the terror terror attack in Norway. Yeah, sorry, I apologize. He's a lone wolf. Yes, sorry, you're only you're only a terror attack if you're brown. He's not brown, so he's <laughs> a lone wolf. So the lone wolf in Norway who did who who blew up a parliamentary building and uh, killed seventy seven people, who uh, men, most of whom were children of parliamentary people and leaders of the country. Most of that stuff happens in the first half an hour. Okay. And then the rest of it's the fallout Mm. and his trial. And I think it's necessary viewing Mm. for everyone Mm. because when you go back to 2012 Mm. and you look at how the world was and the things he was saying, Mm. you really do feel extremely uncomfortable that what he's saying now about Eurocentric culture Mm having internationalization and, um, uh, multi-ethnic culture forced upon it mm. and how people don't like it. It's like he was predicting populism. He was claiming the alt right. He was predicting things like the, the right wing national, uh, international leanings. Uh, the world as it's become now seems to have been predicted by the things he was saying. Okay. And it's very uncomfortable to watch. Okay. Uh, That's why it's worth watching. So yes, lone wolf drama, twenty second July, and then a personal pick, of course, Solo because Star Wars. Too much drama is depressing, and Star Wars is lovely. Uh, I didn't choose that as my one of my top picks. Solo, Solo. Yeah, neither did I. It's just a personal pick to say, (laughs) well, even though these things were awesome, I'd watch Solo again first. Yeah, I. (laughs) My the, the the scene that I most
0: enjoyed in that film was the end solo. Yeah. Yeah. Where we start to see the connection to the wider universe uh, and the wider kind of law of stars.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I also wouldn't pick it on the main list because it's same reason I didn't pick daredevil yep. is because these are snippets of a much wider yes. story. Yeah. And it's difficult to say this is yes. a wonderful thing yeah, yeah. on its own. Black Panther on its own is an excellent film. Yeah. Even though it's part of a wider story. Yeah. Anyway, talking of black Panther, what's on your list? These are ranked. Uh, I'm gonna rank these in order. Yeah.
0: So number five would be Jurassic World. Two. Okay. Four, ready player one. Really player one. Really play really player one, yeah. Yeah. Number three would be we you know it's funny, we have all these inside jokes and no one understands
1: what the fuck we're talking no, about. No, that's that's a good thing. Because okay. this is also for us. Okay. <laughs> number three, Black Panther. Yeah. If uh, I if I spent all my time trying to entertain random people I've never met. Yeah. It would be a very depressing podcast. One, two, three. If I enjoy, if I have a nice conversation with you and we have our own jokes. Yes. You know, FTW, so. For the win. Um, Number
0: two, hate you give, and number one, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. So.
1: Five, Jurassic World. Jurassic World, Ready Player One. Black Panther. Black Panther. Hate you give. Then Hate you Give. Yep. And Spider-Man. Oh, and then Spider-Man mm. into the Spider-Man. Yep. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. The Spider-Man into the spider verse Spider-Wars. Uh, already one. You
0: have one. I do have a special mention. Uh, but I also want to just, if I already play Sorry, one. Sorry, go on. It wasn't the best film of 2018. But the reason I mentioned it was the scene where they recreate the Overlook Hotel. Oh, Yeah. And the shine from the shining was brilliant. Shining to me is probably one of the best horror films, if not one of the best films I've ever seen. And for them to recreate that in a film that's really meant for kids is to me is brilliant. Like you don't, it's such a psychological. That film fucked people up, right? People, some people can't even watch that film anymore. But to to include something like that in a film that's for kids, essentially, is is I I, I really enjoy that, and I and I yeah maybe yeah I, I that's that's the only reason it's in the list, um, but yeah my special mention is Extinction, uh, Michael Pena. That guy is um I don't know ever since he's done like Ant Man, it feels like he's getting better roles. Have you seen uh, Narcos Mexico
1: yet? No, I thought it's based on the thing. He's the in universe, that as yeah. well.
0: He's, he's basically one of the main characters in that as well. And it's, uh, uh, uh what's his name? Diego Luna. Okay. Yeah. He's, uh, one of the main antagonists in okay. this. So it's so interesting to see him, Diego Luna in a, um, in a bad guy role for, for something, but no extinction, uh, was great. It's, uh, it throws you off completely, you watch it and it's like, okay, I know what's going to happen. This is so predictable. And then the end, it's like, <laughs> what the fuck has just happened? Um, highly recommend everybody go watch that. It's uh it's, it's a, an easy to watch film, but it's, um, it messes with your mind as well. So it's, um, yeah, we get disaster dimensions. <laughs> Yeah, let's do disaster mentions. It okay, so was you,
1: absolutely shit this okay, year. Okay, so you
0: mentioned crazy rich East Asians. Fucking hell.
1: Yeah. Oh, can't get do over wanna, how damp that th- was. Talk about more pub on that or Crazy Rich East Asians. No, okay, so Aquaman. Go the on. Aquaman. The Waterman. The Waterman. Uh, yeah, so you've copied down my comment I made to you about an hour, a couple of hours ago, which was this James Wen Zack Snyder bullshit makes Jerry Bruckheimer films look good. Aquaman, or as the internet are now calling him. Yeah, Aquashite? No. What the fuck? Wet Thor. Wet Thor. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's good. Okay, go on. And yeah. The, and they put done the artwork on the poster and everything. Yeah. James, yes. Wen. James Wan. James yeah. Wan who directed Saw. Yes. And should just go back to directing Saw. Yes. Saw Saw 789. He should just always just do Saw. Yeah. He should never direct anything else ever again. <sighs> uh, and Zack Snyder should keep his finger out of other people's movies because yes. it's very obvious that this has like I I I think The script writers and James Wan have just sort of written these scenes where they start explaining what's going on and you're like, oh, now I understand. And they start opening up character. And then Zack Snyder, I think, has come along and read the script and said, no, at this point we'll have an explosion and something will explode and they'll all be thrown to the side. And then... They'll be attacked, and then we'll carry on the story. It'll be an action scene, and then later on in the script, there's a, there's another pause, and there's like an emotional moment, and they start asking questions, and people start explaining, and someone's come along and said, "No, we'll have another explosion. I'll be it even it outside." You're describing it; it's putting me to
0: sleep. Oh, fucking it's it. I, biggest pile of shite. When it gets to the point where our other halves are saying, "Why the fuck did we watch that?"
1: I came home and I had this. It was like. I was getting told off like I made the film. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It was <laughs> it was so disappointing. I couldn't, you know, I, yeah.
0: After seeing the early kind of reactions on Twitter, which isn't something I usually do. Like I'll i like to make my own opinion up, right? And no, no, no sorry, you carry on. I was just going to say, Rotten Tomatoes gave it sixty percent. Sixty percent, which is the second highest rated DC. DC Extended Universe film, so not including yeah. Dark Knight and all that stuff.
1: Absolute load of nonsense, yeah. it is nowhere near a 60%, it's nowhere near a 6%. Man of Steel, to me, is, the, it
0: should be the highest rated DC Extended Universe film. It yeah. was the only one that had some kind of substance, had some, some kind of meaning behind the character, aside from Wonder Woman, I, it, yeah, no, Man of Steel, it, it should be the definitive DC extended universe film. Everything else after that is just shit. It, it just,
1: yeah. It's yeah. So disappointing. It
0: makes me question what they're going to do with the rest of the universe. Um, and it's disappointing because there was so much potential with all the characters. So I'm not sure. I, I really don't know what's going to happen now. And Manta, what the fuck did they do to Manta? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, I I don't know. I'm not sure. It's been generally it's been a good year for film. Yeah. You know. Um,
1: I don't know. What did you think? Aquaman. Oh, for a year f- uh, the films this year. Yeah, yeah. films this year. I th- about, I think about uh, August or September time. I was thinking, oh my god, um, this year has been not very good for films, and then. As I started thinking about it and more films came out towards the end of the year, I thought, oh, this is looking quite good. Um, but as you said, Aquaman is as bad as the only thing I can compare it to was the other disaster I saw this year, which was Marvel's Inhumans. Uh, and again, I can't. That got I mean, cancelled, didn't it, though? I really fucking hope so. I think it did get cancelled. It. It's It's like bad. It's really, really bad. Yes. It's like watching a comedy of like a parody. Gone. You're saying
0: you're saying you don't agree with Rotten Tomatoes, but I think <sighs> from what you're saying, it sounds like Rotten Tomatoes got it right. It got eleven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That's
1: quite high. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be honest. <sighs> I mean, I wouldn't even give the CG eleven percent.
0: The series was, was was met with unfavorable reviews and low television ratings, and was cancelled by ABC. It is the most
1: grotesque, racist. Uh, oh, it was just as grotesque and racist and elitist as time. Aquaman. Okay, because you know only royal blood can get the bloody fork, oh, the, the we golden talk fork. Talk about that! And his mum can't get it because she's not royal blood because she's a woman, Ooh. and royal blood's carried in males. And of course, you know royals—people who are destined, pure bloods. Yeah, just like because we, we love our royals in this country, don't we? we? they are destined to rule the country, aren't they? No, pure bloods, highborn, highborn, highborn—not the ugly, grotesque lowerborn. The beautiful blonde head, like Momo, a highborn Momo's and, and not red a good head word. and Momo head. Oh my god! It was just horrible. It yep. was all sorts of wrong in one film that should never be made again. I think all of DC should be cancelled and we should only have comics.
0: Do you think,
1: right, with Shazam coming out,
0: oh. uh, it makes me fear for Shazam. <laughs> what I can say is, oh. It makes me fear for Shazam because it actually looks half decent. No, no way. But now, seeing all of what we've seen... I fear for the future of DC and it makes me question why they haven't already rebooted anything.
1: I want to short DC... Can I just short DC stocks? Is there, is there a way? Who owns these DC licenses? How know. can we just like ride the wave because it's the whole <laughs> pile of shit's going to melt? <laughs> like comment. <Aquaman. laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. Well... I wish should have done that first because it's quite depressing uh, we want films to be good yes what's going to be good you know what's good in 2019 what the, this company called Netflix a I minute mean yeah. okay? there's a company called Netflix what's that and I'll talk about something for a couple of minutes okay there's a company called Netflix they have rewritten the fucking game okay the movie business yeah yeah so here's the movie business yeah. I'm going to lay it out for you <laughs> I haven't said anything yet no seriously in all seriousness the the movie business is a a massive scam Mm -hmm. yeah what they do is they market 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 make a film pretend they spend lots of money on it and they don't they spend hardly nowhere near the budget they spend on movies that they claim they do because accounts you know because accounting yeah they have to pay the actors they have to pay for the props they have to pay a lot for CG these days but that's about it yeah and then those films are put into a global release, put in the cinema, and they get their lawyers to try and sue everyone that watches them online. And because they're trying to justify people spending um, $20 a ticket or yep. whatever it is, yeah, it's, it's like 18 euros a ticket with some of the cinemas I saw in Brussels.
0: That's mental.
1: Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and uh, if they can convince people to go and watch something for that much, then. The next stage of marketing can kick in, which they, which is that they can sell it to a network to do a premiere mm. and whether it's, whether that's Amazon prime or a TV channel, mm. um, and they can sell it on pay-per-view or pay to keep Yep, for that same cost. And the mental game is, oh, this was $20 in the cinema. And here for $15, I can buy it and keep it forever. So it's a value adjusting game where you're trying to sell the value of something. Yep. And you're trying to market it over and over again to convince people at the end of the line to buy something. Because at some point, even if it's when it's three ninety-nine in the local um, Walmart yep. or Asda, <laughs> it, it, it's... It's shown a considerable amount of value. Yeah, um, you're getting a lot of value for three ninety nine. Mentally, you can think of that value as being the twenty dollar cinema ticket, mm. but you're getting it for three ninety nine, and you can watch it as many times as you want at mm-hmm. home. If you still have a DVD player, <laughs> which yeah, like many people do, yes, um, that entire bullshit scam that that industry is marketing scam mm. of trying to sell you value and then take it away and then give it back to you. Mm. And you can't even, and the other thing they do is they don't make things available so that when they do become available, everyone watches it. Okay. Netflix has undermined the whole lot. They've grown in size to the size of Disney and they've turned around and they've said, well, we already get the money. And we already have the data. We already have a direct relationship with the consumer that's watching it. Mm. The consumer likes watching it at home. Why the hell would we go through all of that shit Mm -hmm. just to try and sell something which we already own and to get a relationship that we already have? Mm. Why don't we just give people what they want, Mm. which are new movies, Mm. and then we can watch what happens and whether they will like it or not like it based on the data that we're getting from when they watch it it's a yep. di- it's, it's a direct relationship and they've undermined the entire industry it's an amazing and the demonstration of that is Bird Box okay Bird Box has had an absolutely amazing and well deserved reception it is a wonderful well written tense at times scary film hmm and they haven't really done a cinema release or I don't know if they did a joint cinema release, but like everyone has been watching it over Christmas and new year. Yep. Um, it's one of the highest watched Netflix things and they haven't had to go through all of that bullshit that everyone else in the film industry has to go to. So what's going to happen to the industry now? Because this is more profitable than anything anyone else does in that industry. It's more effective. It's more profitable. There's less marketing. Mm. It's amazing
0: this is it. And I think it is for filmmakers. It is. Why should we bother even aiming for theaters anymore? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Amazon prime, Netflix, these things are, we are in the future. It is, it doesn't make sense to go for these scams
1: anymore. Yeah. Um, The cinema is going to have to do something different because I like going to the cinema, but I don't like paying 16 pounds for a one blob of ice cream. (laughs) And I don't want to have be threatened because I've gone over on my parking and I just, it's just bullshit. I'm thinking I'm going to do a year without cinema because it's just getting silly.
0: Yep. Yep. Didn't mention this actually. I've been watching a lot of independent films on Netflix
1: okay oh shit i missed a film out of my thing it's one of the top films that i haven't adjusted my list damn which one can i do this before you talk about independent films? yes go i am gonna take out this is live live this is a big yeah. move
0: live baby live
1: this is a big move i'm taking out widows wow wow what are you doing i'm replacing widows
0: are you replacing it with Taylor Swift reputation stadium tour
1: I'm okay. replacing it with Roma. Roma,
0: Roma, Roma, Roma.
1: As in R-O-M-A? R-O-M-A. Is this
0: the one with... Um... Oh.
1: It's an independent film uh, based in uh, Central America, Mexico, I think. And it's an exploration of a, um, uh, a maid in a household in the 1970s mm. from an indigenous background. Mm. She speaks mixed tech. And the rest of the films in Spanish with subtitles. Um, it's fascinating exploration okay. of something that was completely normal back then. That's changing very much now, and it's very. And it was during the time of political revolution okay. in Mexico. Um, yeah, I'd say that pipped widows.
0: Fair enough. I mean, mine isn't as deep as that. Mine was just a. a... <laughs> An independent film. It was good. I mean, don't get me wrong. It was a, it was a film uh, that was shot in Iceland. Okay. What's it called? Uh, It's called Bokeh.
1: Okay. Yeah. Um, How do you spell
0: that? uh, You know, the fucking... B O K H. Yeah. Yeah. Um, B-O-K-E-H. B-O-K-E-H. Bokeh. Yeah. Bokeh. Fucking Bokeh. 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 Um, What's Bokeh about? Bokeh. So it uh, follows two people, a couple. Um, who go to Iceland, they're Americans. They go to Iceland for a holiday backpacking tour, whatever. Yeah. And, um, they wake up one morning and they find that they are the only two people left on the planet.
1: Mm. I saw a trailer for
0: this. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It is, if anything, the way it's been shot and the scale of the film in terms of, there is no one in Iceland. There are a couple of shots where they're fucked up, but there's, it's ice. The film feels isolated. It feels like they're the only two people left on the planet. And it's interesting how that unfolds. And it, um, they felt that their personality is not personalities, their relationship starts to degrade. Uh, it, and it shows us kind of what maybe could happen. If you were the only two people left on the planet, it's not as glamorous as you might think it is. You know, it, um, it is an emotional and psychologically, um, taxing film um, for some, but it, uh, there's a lot of good independent films on there. I've started to add a lot more to my list, um, but that was
1: one of them. I've got a feeling you don't follow your list in order.
0: I don't, not at all. No, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, is that what we're supposed to do? Uh,
1: no, don't I? Just I'm, a- um, I'm analyzing.
0: I was considering making a, a second profile.
1: That's what I've done. Is that have done? Yeah, because I didn't want my anime stuff to get mixed up with. The other stuff. One I haven't had any uh, criticism or abuse since we made the anime episode, which I'm really happy about. Do, normally- do you know why? Do you know why? Oh, is it not released? Because no one's listened to it. Oh, no, that's okay. That's that's pretty good. <laughs> no, 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 it's been listened to. Oh, nice. See, I'm right then. Uh, it's been
0: listened to. It's, yeah, I mean, people listening to it, it's surprising. I don't know.
1: Okay. Maybe I can't explain why. you um, watch and... <laughs> you can't explain why no one sent me abuse yet. Yeah, I mean, what released on the 20th? Okay, so it's only been 10 days. Well, but you've had a decent amount of downloads. Let's get this one out within sort of this week, yeah. This week, yeah. yeah. Okay. Otherwise, it won't be relevant anymore. I can do that.
0: Cool. All right. If you like that, hit subscribe and not collection. We are on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, all your favorite podcast apps. I've been current. I'm Kushal. See you in four or more. It depends on your
1: times. Four and a half. Four and a half. For a bit.
0: Soon. 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 Soonish. Yeah. Bye. Bye.